Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your Business Power Hour, where international public speaker, best-selling author, and executive coach, Orly Amor, will help you build the ultimate power toolbox for your business and increase your bottom line. Here is your Business Power Hour host, Orly Amor. Hello and welcome to Orly's Business Power Hour. It is a power hour because I will be bringing guests on this show that are powerhouses, mentors, public figures, and influencers to business owners and to help you get to your maximum potential both personally and professionally. I believe in paying it forward, so I created the Health and Wellness Network of Commerce with about chapters in six states now and four countries. At the Health and Wellness Network of Commerce, our mission is to provide a platform for health and wellness professionals, practitioners, and resources to be introduced to corporate professionals providing a sustainable support system for both. Our mission is really to support and enhance your sustainable business. If you want to know more about how to join this amazing network and get more exposure for your business, just visit www.h as in Harry, w as in welcome, n as in Nancy, c as in Charlie, c as in charlie.com. That is www.hwncc.com. I am so honored for my guests today. Yes, folks, you heard it right. There are two of them. How fortunate am I to have these amazing guests on my show. Uh, we have Mike Griffith. And uh, we have, I'm sorry, uh, let me look here. We have two guests on the show today. We have Mike Griffith, and he's a director of sales, and Andrew Mussolino, Mussolino, did I say that right? Andrew Mussolino. He's a partner and national sales executive with Benefits Resource. Why am I bringing these two guys on the show? Well, let me tell you, there is something coming up and brewing in the horizon that I thought would be amazing for our business owner listeners to get this information and be ahead of the game. So let me tell you a little bit about my guest. Andy joined Benefit Resource in 2000. In 2001, Andy was at the forefront of the company's expansion into commuter benefits. He was instrumental in developing the first operating mass transit benefit card, also known as E-Track, in the New York City region and market. Since that time, Andy has continued his commitment to the growth and expansion of commuter benefits and other pre-tax benefit accounts by developing and managing relationships with clients and referral partners. Andy provides in-depth experience working in the New York City market and throughout metropolitan area across the country. Let me tell you about Mike. Mike joined the Benefit Resource in 2012 and is responsible for overseeing business growth opportunities within the sales team by developing and strengthening client and business partner relationships. Mike comes to Benefit Resource with nearly 15 years experience in management and sales for payroll and pre-tax benefit programs with CompuPay and Paychecks. Welcome, guys, to the show. Thank you, Orly. Thank you, Orly. 
Well, um, I'm going to get right into it because I know uh, Mike and I met at a business expo here in New York. And when he told me what he was doing, I was kind of confused, though, what kind of a benefit really is it? And who does he want to be introduced to? And as most of you know, those who know me know that I am a total connector and want to help business owners and business professionals. So Mike and I met, and um, we got together, and then I learned more in depth of what Benefit Resource is really about. And I thought, oh, my God, we need to get the masses knowing about this. We've got to get everybody informed since we have that information. Computer benefits are a requirement that is not bad. It's not a bad thing, but it is coming up, right? So, Mike, why don't you tell the folks what exactly is um, benefit resource, but what, most importantly, what's coming up? Sure. Thank you, Orly. Yeah, we're really excited. Uh, benefit resource, we are a pre-tax administrator for pre-tax benefits, and one of our exciting benefits that we administrate for many, many companies across the country is commuter benefits. Um, commuter benefits is... Uh, 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 one of these benefits that once you know about it, you're almost like, oh, my gosh, why didn't I know about this before? Um, many companies put it in place. Our markets that we focus on are the cities that have heavy commuting, so obviously New York City being uh, the center of the universe on that. We also um, have San Francisco, Chicago, Boston, Philly, D.C., and then some ancillary markets like Atlanta, Dallas, Portland, Seattle. So we're very excited. What it does is it allows a commuter to come to work pre-tax. So they can budget up to $130, that's the max, um, out of their paycheck. The money gets distributed on our MasterCard, um, and the employee can spend that money however they would like to on their commutation. Also, it has a second bucket where you can, the commuter can pay for their parking uh, um, at train stations um, or wherever they're commuting from or at work. And that bucket of money is a $250 pre-tax bucket. So we work with employers who want to offer this additional fringe benefit to their employees uh, it's a great retention tool. Um, it shows the employees that they care and they want to save them money. And um, we find it to be a very popular offering through our health insurance broker network, um, through our payroll provider network, and um, selling it directly to the public. So now what happened was on October 20th, uh, 2014, uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio signed initiative number 295-A into law. That law, or ordinance, if you will, requires entities within the city and the five boroughs that have 20 or more full-time employees to offer these qualified commuter benefits that Mike's talking about to their employees. So it's actually an ordinance that takes effect on 1116. But like Mike said, this is not a bad thing because we're talking about the tax savings where the employee saves taxes, the employer saves in taxes, and of course 
we get uh, revenue from the client, and that drives our our uh, our company. So today, what we want to do is we want uh, our audience to learn uh, about the New York City Transit Law, uh, what's required to comply. Uh, there may be some penalties for non-compliance. That's an interesting factor. And then what options exist uh, to become compliant? Okay. So what I'm hearing is this is coming up, and um, it has come into effect. Uh, it, it came into effect in, two, in, in 2014, but it's really coming uh, to be in compliance by January 2016. So why don't we just jump into those questions? What exactly is the New York City Transit Law? And let's just hash them in one at a time. Well, the law itself uh, requires employers with 20 or more full-time employees to offer the commuter benefit. So now, you, you know, here in New York City, there are a lot of businesses with 20 or more employees. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, could be, it could be a restaurant. It could be uh, a pizzeria, a law firm, a consulting mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we're, we're We're talking, I don't like, what was the number on the marketing list? There were like 50,000-plus yeah. entities in the mm-hmm. boroughs, in Manhattan and the boroughs, that are going to be affected uh, by this ordinance. That's and, amazing. And, yeah, go ahead. We're excited because um, we feel that we can provide a very simple solution because the MasterCard that gets loaded with the employee's money is a universal funding source. So the employee can carry around, pay for what they want, when they want, where they want um, because it's their money. Uh, It rolls month to month, uh, and it's very convenient. So that's why that's really our... Our, our value proposition, along with our technology, which we can get into. But they're good. employers are going to need a solution, and they're going to want an easy one, and um, we can provide that. The more exciting part is whatever we charge the employer, they make more money in FICA tax savings, the portion of uh, Social Security and Medicare that they pay on the behalf of the employee. They don't pay that any longer. On a $100 election, they're actually saving $7.65. The Social Security is 6.2, and Medicare is 1.45%. So that combined is a 7.65% savings on a $100 pre tax election for um, mass transit. So RP is less than that $7. So they're actually making money by putting the plan in place. That's amazing, and, and I'm going to say to you guys, boy, you guys have your work cut out for you. There's 50,000 entities in New York that have 20 employees uh, full-time or more, and by which also uh, I can help with that. But it's amazing to me that we are going to uh, to be able to have all these benefits for employees, and employees are going to be happy because it's going to be something that they don't have to think about anymore uh, because it's going to be an automated thing, Right. Correct, correct. Yep. Now, okay. there's, uh, there is something that's called eligible expenses for commuter benefits. So an eligible mass transit expense means that uh, you can use your pre-tax dollars that you've set aside 
for these types of expenses. Now, we're talking about people who rely on mass transit to get to and from their place of employment. Mm-hmm. Now, no doubt the, the New York City subway is the most popular eligible expense that we have. Mm-hmm. Most people, you know, that take the subway, they they uh, buy a monthly metro card or they buy a weekly metro card or they pay as you go, but they're at the very least, they're riding the subway in the morning to get to work and, and in the late afternoon to get home. So the subway is an eligible expense. Now, the Long Island Railroad, uh, Metro North, uh, New Jersey Transit, Amtrak, the PATH, uh, these are the uh, uh, train portion of the eligible expenses. Uh, buses, buses are eligible, but people that take the express bus, the Jersey Transit, B-Line bus in Westchester, these are all uh, eligible expenses. And then here in New York, we have ferries. Right? We have the New York Waterway, we have the New York Water Taxi, we have the Staten Island Ferry. Those are those are eligible expenses. So we're mass transportation, where people are relying on that to get uh, to and from work. Now, Mike also said earlier that there is a, a parking component to it. So if if you're paying for parking as part of your commute to and from work, then that's also considered an eligible expense. So someone may be uh, Andy, we have yes. uh, one minute to go to our first break. So uh, before we continue this conversation, why don't you tell our folks to uh, how they can reach you because now I'm sure we've sparked some attention here. What, how they can they reach you guys? We're, we're here in Midtown on 34th and 8th. Uh, they can reach me. I can, my, my, my cell number, I have a 917 Cell number is 917-359-9730. My email address is amussolino at benefitresource.com. If I have to spell that, that would be A-M-U-S-O-L-I-N-O at benefitresource, singular, one word, benefitresource.com. Awesome. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Today's topic is commuter benefit savings for all. This is going. This is amazing. We have been uh, talking to uh, Mike Griffith, and we have been talking to uh, Andrew Mussolino, and basically they are both from Benefit Resource. The first, uh, my first guest, Andrew Mussolino, is a partner and national sales executive, and Mike Griffith is the director of sales. Uh, welcome back, our folks who have missed a little bit of the first portion because they're sometimes they listen in and they come in on late. So um, let's um, let's go ahead and, and, and continue our conversation about these benefits. And what is it that it what does it do for the employer first, and then um, 
what does it do for the employee as well? Okay. Um, we were talking pre-tax. Yes. So whatever is set aside uh, when payroll is run, uh, that money is deducted from gross pay before taxes are calculated. So if I was in a 30% tax bracket, for every hundred dollars I make, I'd be paying $30 in tax. If I take $100 and I set aside for my Metro card, that's $30 that I'm not spending or not paying in tax. So there's we my all business. love that. <laughs> so, he, you know, the example we like to use is the monthly Metro card, which is now $116.50. So if I did that on a pre-tax basis, I would be saving 30% of $116.50. That savings is $34.95 a month. So now my Metro card, instead of costing me $116.50, it just cost me that, that $116 less than 30%, less than $35. So the employee is definitely gaining on that. It's like it's like almost getting a discount on your on your Metro card because you're doing it doing it on a pre-tax basis. Right, and you're getting more for your buck, basically. Yeah, well, well, we encourage the monthly Metro card. If you, if you live in the city and you work in the city, uh, your, pri- your primary reason for buying the Metro card is to get to and from your place of employment. Mm-hmm. But you can, you can use the card weekends, uh, at night, you know, visiting or going out. So... The more you use the Metro, because the monthly unlimited Metro card, the more you use it in a given 30-day cycle, the lower that average cost of ride is going to be. So what I'm getting from this, it's uh, it's a great, it's a benefit to the employer because the employer is able to give something to the employee as a as a benefit, right? I mean, just like we get insurance sometimes and that kind of stuff. Um, and it's also a very useful benefit because it's something that we need here, especially in New York. Uh, most people take the train, <laughs> right? <clears throat> and and for the employee, well, it gives them something that they don't have to think about anymore. It's already on the card, um, coming right out of their paycheck, so they don't have to think about it, and it's ready to go, so they can purchase their 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 tra- their transportation and not think about it, and also getting the benefit of uh, buying it, it's like buying it ahead of time or buying it for the month, but paying paying the, the amount that they're paying is giving them more for their transportation. So if the card has 130 and the rate is 100, they're actually having $30 extra on the card. And they can use that as, much, as, as they please, right? Well, uh- yeah, it, it, so so basically what we're saying is your cost of buying your monthly Metro card, 116 if you have that money come out of your paycheck pre-tax, it's really costing you about $81. Exactly. In, in, yeah. So 
the extra money doesn't go on the card. There's a limit to what you can do pre-tax, which is $130. I see. Okay. If your commute, here's an interesting fact, though. If your commute is beyond that $130, mm-hmm. our system can load more than 130 on the card, on our Beniversal MasterCard, mm-hmm. um, for the rider. So let's say they take New Jersey Transit into work and they also ride the subway. Well, their commute is going to be more than 130 a month. Um, so we can put the full election amount on that card so it's very easy for them to pay for both means of transportation. They don't have to use multiple sources of payment. Um, so we we do that in a post-tax manner. Um, so... so- Go ahead. Yeah, let's let's talk about the employer savings. So when the when the payroll is run, and I have uh, elected this hundred and thirty dollars, or hundred and sixteen dollars, or a hundred dollars, or whatever it is, I've elected it on a pre-tax basis. Me as the individual employee, I'm not paying any tax. I'm not paying any federal. I'm not paying any state. I'm not paying any FICA. I'm not paying any city tax. Mm-hmm. The employer is not going to match their portion of the FICA on whatever I've elected. So in this case, let's say we had a hundred. It was a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. The employer would be matching seven point six five percent on that hundred dollars in payroll tax. Yeah. So if you do it pre-tax. The employer is not paying that 7.65%. Hmm. There's the employer savings. So for every $100 an employee elects, the employer saves $7.65 in payroll like it's tax. Right. So if they have 10 employees doing $100 a piece per month, then it would be 7.65% times 100 times 10, so it would be $76.50. The cost to administrate the plan is lower than that. We charge, typically charge $5 per participant, per employee per month. So you can see where the employee, the employer is saving more than what they're paying the administrator. Right, they're paying us 5 to save $7.65, so they're netting $2.65. If, if, if the math works out from an employee side standpoint. So we're talking no cost benefit to the employer. That's why we said earlier that this ordinance is a good thing. Because a lot of times when the small business community here in New York hears the word ordinance, it has something to do with what they need to provide their employees that's going to cost them money or cost them productivity or cost something. Here we are with an ordinance that they're going to implement a plan, they're going to have people sign up, and it's a no-cost benefit. That's what makes it so exciting. Mm-hmm. And we've seen cases over the years where an employee would interview with two companies, same job, you know, same you know, same type of work environment, and they chose company B over company A because Company B offered a transit program. Mm. 
the monthly pre-tax limit for mass transit is $130. It's a monthly benefit. It's not an annual benefit. It's not a plan one to plan 365-day benefit. It's monthly. So right now it's $130 a month for mass transit. Parking is $250 a month pre-tax. So I can have both accounts. I can elect to have pre-tax dollars going into both accounts. Both accounts are going to be available on the Beneversal card for use. When the card is swiped, our our code, our uh, technology looks at the merchant called an MCC code, merchant classification code, and if you're at the MTA, it knows to go into the mass transit purse. If you're at the parking lot, it knows to go into the parking purse. And if you're at Tom's restaurant, it's not going to go in any purse. It just will flat deny. So now the person who's doing the parking in the mass transit is going to have to determine uh, how much they spend a month for parking. And that would be their parking election. And then whatever they're spending for mass transit, they know they can do 130 pre-tax. Mike's already talked about the post-tax feature. It's really going to be up to them as to how much they want to put in the in the in the fast transit bucket. Most of the time, when you're coming in from the suburbs, those those monthly fares are are are, are much higher than 130 dollars. Yeah, Orly, you, you almost have to picture our Beneversal card as, as having two buckets of money on it. Um, one for transit, one for parking, okay? And the technology built into the card allows um, the person who just asked this question to swipe it for a train ride, and it'll come out of the mass transit bucket, or swipe it um, for, Andy, for, for their parking. So, Andy, tell people how to reach you, and we're going to get back to that question. Uh, let's, um, let's tell folks how can they can reach you um, the employers especially that have 20 employees or more, how can they get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, you can either call Andy, which he announced earlier. You call myself, Mike Griffith. Um, and my email address is mgriffith, G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H, at benefitresource, that's singular at the end, dot com. Um, you can also call me direct at 860-712-4650. And I'll be happy to help you out in any way. Awesome. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. All right, we are back. So today's topic is commuter benefits, savings for all. We have two great guests today. They are both from Benefit Resource. The first is Andrew Mussolino. He's a partner and national sales executive, and Mike Griffith, who is a director of sales. And we have been learning so much about who's going to be affected, when is all this going to happen. And, uh, my, and we had also uh, a question from one of our listeners. So we've been learning a lot about these commuter benefits, these cards that are going to be uh, what you guys offer to the employer that, and the ricochet offering to the employee and making it a win-win-win, if you will, even for all. Um, so tell me um, exactly when, by when are these compliances going to have to be in place uh, and uh, 
what what is the steps to take to actually be in compliance? Let's start with that question. Well, uh, the the law does take effect on one one two thousand and sixteen. Uh, when we're approached as a company, whether whether someone goes onto our internet, our or if they Google us, or if they call us, uh, we're encouraging people uh, to do it now rather than later. I, I think we're trying to, as, as much as we can, we're trying to avoid this bull rush that's going to happen sometime, you know, in late November and December. You know, I, I, we, there's so many things going on in the city during December. You know, everyone's in the holiday spirit. You know, people are running around, catching up on stuff. They get ready for the holidays. You know, and the last thing you want to do is have to worry about a commuter ordinance. So we are uh, trying to encourage the people we reach out to to reach out to us that we want to um, we rather, we rather do sooner than later. Now, the Department of Consumer Affairs is responsible for implementing this law. I did speak with them a couple of weeks ago and was told that it's uh, a little premature right now because they're putting together programs to sort of advertise this in the marketplace here uh, later this summer. So you're going to see a lot from the Department of Consumer Affairs regarding this ordinance. And that's good for us. It's good for all the companies like us that do this because it's going to drive interest, it's going to drive urgency, it's going to drive people to, hey, I have to do something. There are still some items that require further classification because, you know, how is the employer going to report the fact that they actually have a, implemented a commuter benefit program? Uh, we, you know, we've talked about these penalties, so there's specifics you know, for determining what they are and, and assessing them. So guidance will be coming uh, over the next uh, several months. Now, Mike, why don't you tell them what we've put together and how they could reach, reach us. So there's, there's, you can certainly go to our main website, which is www.benefitresourcesingular.com. Okay? www.benefitresource.com. We also have an exciting microsite that focuses just on the New York City commuter benefit uh, transit law, and it allows you to get a free toolkit that gives you a complete explanation of commuter benefits and the ordinance um, and how to be uh, compliant to what we know right now. Um, and that is www commuter benefits, plural, dot NYC. And again, it's dot NYC, commuter benefits dot NYC. Um, and that will give anybody that's interested in further information about this specific mandate and New York City specifically um, the ability to download a great New York City transit toolkit that will give you a comprehensive overview of what we're talking about today. Wow, this has been like a whirlwind of information, and I think that um, 
it's very important what you said about being proactive and reactive, uh, you know, at the last minute. And this is, you know, it's sometimes the New York culture also to wait till the last minute. But as I tell my business coaching clients that don't wait. If you know something is coming up, at least start the conversation. Start thinking about it. Call Mike or Andy and let them know that you are thinking about it so that you can cover all bases so the conversation is already started. And when comes October or September and you're ready to do the plunge or even now, you know, there's you don't need to wait till the end of the year. If it's something that fits your your company and it's something that you want to do right away, you can do it now. You don't have to wait till the 1st of, you know, January or do it in December when everybody's, uh, you know, just closing to the end of the year kind of a thing. So... I think that was a great advice. So um, you spoke about how they can get in touch with you and how they can get the conversation going and get this implemented. Um, what if they don't? Um, what if they don't get a hold of us? No, what if they don't get this program? What if they don't get on board? Uh, are there any penalties uh, for not complying? And, and what really are the ramifications? for an employer when they don't comply. I know there's yeah. uh, ramifications in everything. Like well, if you don't have health insurance now in New York, you you are doomed to pay a penalty on your taxes. It is uh, horrific for some people that really can't afford health insurance, but your benefit is completely different. It's a win-win-win. It comes from the employee, the employer, and, and everybody in, involved. So I don't know why would people wait, but let's say they do, and let's say they do have to have a penalty. What is it that they need to understand now? All right, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, I mentioned before that there's still things up in the air that have to be established. But you know, sure. a lot of this is, you know, we're talking in uh, in principle. But there are some exceptions, and I think we all need to know about these ex- exceptions. Uh, government entities. So your gov or a city or a state, any local government, municipality or county government, you're exempt from having to do this. So there's a chunk that's out there that you know is not. But to tell you that the city of New York offers its employees a transit benefit. They currently offer their employees a transit benefit. Yeah, many dot many dot govs, many dot orgs do it. It's a it's just such a great benefit to offer. Right. So, you know, even though it's a mandate, you still, and, and you may be exempt, you still should really look into it because it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, yeah. uh, if, there, if, there, if a collective bargaining agreement exists, there's an exception applied there. Uh, entities that are not required by law to pay taxes, they're exempt. You know, all these all the consulates that we have here in the city, the embassies, those employees are not paying any tax. So they're they're really exempt. I mean we, they really can't you know, participate it's, it's, it's okay. and then so if they don't pay taxes, if they are exempt from taxes, they don't they they're not eligible? Well, they're exempt. They're exempt, so they're not even eligible for this program. I get it. And then the Department of Consumer Affairs is going to determine what's called a financial hardship exemption. Now, I, I don't know 
you know, financial hardship. Meanwhile, this is, remember we talked about this being a cost savings to the employer. So if I'm an employer and I want to save a little bit of money, I'm going to do the plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to so, but but there is there there still is that exception will exist, you know, for companies to you know to uh, claim that. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be a civil penalty payable to the city of New York. Now, the biggest hurdle is going to be how is the Department of Consumer Affairs going to determine whether these companies with 20 more employees have a program in place or not. So we're going to have to put the front-end mechanism in place to make sure that you're doing it, which is probably going to be some report that they have to file with the city. And if they say, no, then there's going to be these penalties. Now, there is a six-month, Mike, was it a, there's a, there is a grace period. There's a six-month mm-hmm. grace period. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... We keep that in mind. Well, um, there is another question from a listener, so I think you're about to answer that question. So uh, since just before our next break, uh, there's another question here that says, employer, employer stand, from an employer standpoint, uh, is there any penalty on the employer who has more than 20 employees and chooses not to comply to this benefit for whatever reason? The 20 employees. Well, you just we, we I think that from the beginning of the conversation, what we said was this is a, this is applying to people who have 20 employees or more. So I right. guess this would cover any gamut of people with employees that have more than 20. Correct. Now, yeah. until up to now, it was an employer's choice to give this benefit. And as of one one sixteen, it will be a, a mandatory thing for them to comply with, whether they like it or not. Right. Yeah. And okay. the other thing it's going to affect is companies that are not headquartered in New York, let's say Chicago, but have New York operations um, and, and over 20 employees working out of New York. So um, it will affect companies nationally because New York is – the Big Apple, you know, the center of the universe for business. So most large companies have a workforce here in New York. Okay, so um, before we go on a break, and we really just have a couple of minutes, I don't want to stop the conversation on, one, the penalty for not complying, uh, and how do we how do we comply, when do we start the conversation uh, of complying, but tell tell us more about you know if you don't if you don't start now or when would be a good time to start maybe that would be the question to ask when would be a good time to start the conversation what we do is when we meet with the client we have to determine what month they want to implement the program so if they wanted to implement the program in September in other words if they wanted to have their employees use our card to purchase their commutation in September with pre-tax dollars, then they would have to implement in August. It takes about 20 to 30 days to, to do it to do it correct. Um, you remember, payroll is an important piece of it, making the payroll deduction. That's a very important piece here because sure. that is actually going to ultimately fund the card. So the card is going to be funded through payroll deductions. 
But Parallel has a, has a, a, a big piece in this, and you know who the Parallel provider is. Right. So here's the thing. You just opened Pandora's box, and we really have just about one minute. So can you just tell people again how they can contact you, because this is going to be our last break. So let's just uh, tell people how to reach you. We'll go on break, and we'll continue talking about all the, you know, all the implications of, of getting this started. All right. Mike and I are here in Midtown. We're on the corner of 34th and 8th Avenue. Uh, I, I am Andy Mussolino. That's M-U-S-O-L-I-N-O. My phone number is 917-359-9730. And my email address is A Mussolino, M-U-S-O-L-I-N-O, at BenefitResource.com. Okay. And I'm Mike Griffith. I'm here as well on 34th and 8th. Uh, and my direct line is 860-712-4650. My email is mgriffith, G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H, at benefitresource.com. And you could also request a quote through our website, www.benefitresource.com. No S at the end of resource. Um, all right. We we'll go for a break, and then we'll be back. And we'll get you guys to tell all that information again uh, by, the end, by the end of the show. All right, we are back, and today's topic is commuter benefit, savings for all. We have two great guests today, uh, just amazing information. They are both from Benefit Resource. Uh, and the first one was is Andrew Mussolino. Uh, we like to call him Andy, right, Andy? We can call you Andy? Call me Andy. <laughs> Andy is a partner and a national sales executive, and Mike Griffith, and he's the director of sales and also a Yankee fan. So for those of you who like the Mets, sorry. Um, <laughs> I have to put that in there, Mike. You got it, right? <laughs> Um, one of the one of the things we were talking about that are so important of implementation of this program. When do we get started? When is to when is a good time basically to start the conversation? Um, what I tell my clients is there's no time like the present. I do not like to procrastinate. So since this is coming and it's going to be whether they like it or not, it's good to start the conversation extremely uh, you know like now. And then uh, it'll take about 20 to 30 days to implement and get the card going for their employees and so on and so forth. And then, uh, as just before the the break, you were talking about, you know, it depends the entity of payroll. And you know what? That's a great question. How does that work with the payroll uh, company of 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 the uh, of your client? How does that work? Well, once the employee makes their election then we know what needs to be deducted. So uh, employers would typically deduct that amount over the course of the payroll cycles for the month. So if I was biweekly um, and I elected $100, they would, they would most typically take out uh, $50 pre-tax each payroll. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when they call their payroll company, you know, some of the bigger payroll companies, it's really easy. You just call them up, you tell them you're putting in a pre-tax commuter benefit plan, and they know exactly what to do. They've heard it before. They've done it before. Uh, but essentially, the, the deduction that is set up, it, it is unique because it's pre-tax. So it's not just any deduction that comes out of your net pay. It has to be, uh, it has to re- 
do some gross on a pre-tax basis. So it could be a little tricky, uh, but most payroll systems and most payroll companies, and service bureaus, if you will, they they they, they handle. They they know what they're doing with these pre-tax deductions. And our and just, just our sales force walks the client through the process. So we'll hold their hand, do it for them. <laughs> so not to be too confused by this. So we get the deduction set up, so that that money is now coming out pre-tax, and that that's the money that's used to fund the card. So whatever's deducted goes on the card, and once it's on the card, the employee goes out and spends it. And Mike, I think said something really key earlier that they can go and spend it where they want, when they want, and how they want to spend it. Yeah. So the community benefit program, we're not changing their. The, the commutation pattern, you know, if someone buys a monthly uh, card and they're used to doing that, having a commuter benefit is not going to change that. If someone wants to buy on a weekly basis because they get a little bit of a bonus through the NCA, that's fine. They're going to be doing it on a pre-tax basis, but we're not changing their pattern of, of purchase. So uh, that's sort of the flexibility that, that, we, that we offer. Um, I think that's awesome. I do have a question that came up. Um, so you know how it is with payroll, since some of you, you know, both of you have a extended, a, a extensive ex experience in payroll. Um, sometimes for the tax, the, the way that the taxes are being computed is, is sometimes usually uh, it can be fifty, a hundred dollars difference between brackets. Correct. So let's say I am uh, I am employee A and I am already on bracket. Uh, I have two brackets, A and B, and A is the highest one, B is the lowest bracket. Uh, by by deducting that one hundred dollars pre-tax, I fall under the smaller bracket. Can you uh, is is that a true statement? Well, yeah. The, yes, it is. The, the examples that we use, if, if, if someone is making uh, $25,000 a year, they're going to have a tax savings of X percent. If someone's making $100,000 a year, their tax savings is going to be a greater percentage because they're in a different bracket for federal tax yep. and they're in a different bracket for state tax. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. the, the same across the board and so is the, the FICA. So, yeah, you're correct. If I'm in if I if I'm if I'm making a hundred thousand dollars and Mike's making twenty five thousand dollars, my tax my pre tax savings is going to be greater. So if we're buying the same hundred and sixteen dollar fifty cent metro card, I'm getting a greater tax savings on it than he is because I make more and spend more and pay more in tax. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I just thought that this would be a good question to ask for our listeners who uh, you know maybe they're they are employers. But their uh, their loved ones are, vet, are are employees, and sometimes the understanding and the miscommunication can lead to uh, a real chaotic uh, answer. So I thought that this would be good to ask that uh, this question because it doesn't answer only one person; it answers everyone. Um, so thank you for that. I appreciate it. I think this is great information. So we talked. We I did not hear anything about what the I know there's a grace period for for employees let's just like any law that gets implemented there's a grace period and and they don't enforce it to the max until a certain point so 
Can you talk about that? Can you give us the, the doom and gloom before we say all that good stuff about it? <laughs> well, they, they said that, that there's going to be a six-month grace period. So even though the ordinance goes into effect 1116, uh, no action is going to be taken by the Department of Consumer Affairs uh, until at least July 1st, 2016. Mm-hmm. So, so, how you, so, yeah, I mean, the first take was, and this, again, we're, we're coming up on guidance at the end of the summer um, from the Department of Consumer Affairs, uh, but the first take on the violation is uh, after the grace period, $100 to $250 per violation is what they are discussing. Uh, and subsequent violations, up to $250 per violation every 30 days. That has been the first go-around. We're going to get firmer guidance uh, towards the end of the summer. The law is going into place. The way I look at this is the law is creating um, awareness to a almost no-brainer benefit uh, for employers. And... Um, you know, we're lucky enough to sit in a seat where we've created great technology that's very easy to use um, and get started with. The, the great part about computer benefits as opposed to, like, a flexible spending account, uh, HSA or an HRA, by the way, we do all that um, as well, but you don't have to start it at the beginning of a plan year. You can start commuter benefits any given month. Okay, and the and the benefit rolls month to month. It's a monthly benefit. So, if an employer is concerned about getting up and rolling, now is better than when your benefits renew because you have the time to do it. And then when your benefits renew, you're kind of wrapped up in in how that's all going to work. So, we would encourage employers to actually contact us now. Win win win. Uh, in place and out of the way, so that you can focus on your other benefits towards the end of the year. Guys, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, but at the same time, I want to just repeat what we've learned today and how much how much people need to just understand that this is a win-win-win. It's good for the employer. It's good for the employee. It's good for even, I think, the city because we all come, you know, come as one. You know that they have this benefit in European countries already? It's, uh, it's, it's already... In, implemented in other countries where the employer actually pays for, for transportation for their employees. So this is actually, uh, well, they take it out of their salary and everything, but they do the same thing. Uh, my mom works in Israel, and uh, she 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 gets that. It's, it's really cool. I told her about you guys, and I told her about that you're going to be on my show, and she said, oh, we already have that here. I'm like, well, you guess what? It's coming to America in a in a more uh, in a more strict way. So we talked about what it is exactly, what is the uh, commuter benefit, right? We talked about um, what is the New York City transit law, who is required to comply, companies with 20 employees uh, full-time or more. Uh, we talked about the penalties of noncompliance, which is basically there's going to be a grace period. So, uh, folks, again, do not wait for that grace period. There's no need. It's a, it's a win-win-win. So get it done, ASAP, and then because uh, these folks have to get to 50,000 50, companies, <laughs> so they have their work cut out for them. 
and uh, you want you don't want to be behind, uh, caught behind the time. Uh, employees, employers in New York City will need to establish a qualified pre-tax benefit plan by January 1st, 2016. How am I doing, guys, so far? Fantastic, Orly. You're an expert now. <laughs> hey, I'm going to get to know this really good, right? Um, and and the options that exist for becoming compliant. And, and what I want you guys to do again, please, tell folks how to reach you both and um, I think you also gave me uh, another email that is, if they forgot or didn't write down, this is the easy one to remember, is info at benefitresource.com, info at benefitresourceinsingular.com. Um, Andy, Mike, would you please tell the, everybody how to reach you, and then we'll close up the show. Uh, again, we've been saying that we're here in Midtown. We're on 34th and 8th. Uh, we like the fact that we're local because in a lot, a lot of these cases we'll be visiting the client, physically visiting them and assisting them, like Mike said before, through the whole enrollment process. Uh, I'm Andy Mussolino, M-U-S-O-L-I-N-O. -O. Uh, my 917 area code number is 359-9730. Email is A Mussolino. That's A M U S. O-L-I-N-O at BenefitResource.com. And I'm Mike Griffith. I'm the Director of Sales here at Benefit Resource. I can be reached directly at 860-712-4650. Uh, also via email, mgriffith, G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H at BenefitResource.com. And then our website is www.BenefitResource.com. Com. And our micro website for the New York Commuter Benefit Law is www.commuterbenefits.nyc. Again, commuter benefits, and I uh, stress .nyc. It's a New York City domain. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Andy. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for informing our listeners. Thank you to our listeners for being here today. And I am Orly Amora with Orly's Business Power Hour. Next week, my guest is Bill Walsh. He is the CEO, founder of business coaching venture capital firm, Power Team International. Bill hosts and speaks at events all over the world. And guess what? He's going to be on our show, the Orly Business Power Hour. See you all next time. Take care. Thanks, bro. Yeah.